<clears throat> it's been quite a while since I last did a podcast episode, and I think I just got uh, busy with a lot of other things and, and just stopped doing it. <clears throat> and <clears throat> granted, I was doing the one and others are starting on that process, and it's probably something I can revisit at one time, but one of the issues I've run into is that being so focused on such a niche issue uh, limits limits me in my discussions and and I think in terms of my view of people with intellectual um, disabilities particularly severe and profound is that I want to be holistic in my understanding of their needs um, particularly in salvific understandings and so when I think about that to be focused on only individuals with severe and profound intellectual disabilities limits me, um, but also even being focused on just disability is limiting because it means that we should be separated and we should be um, taking people into different groups and, and not integrating with one another. And that's not what the church appears to be. Uh but also, just through more study, more reading, more thinking and praying, there's a lot of things that have been, I've been, for years, been thinking on, and I just feel like, hey, I'll just go ahead and start talking about some of these issues. Um, but I think what I'm going to start is, and I've built up on this some degree over the over several podcast episodes, is that I want to kind of <clears throat> build up my, my theological superstructure um, in terms of Okay, what is what is my basic theology? Where where is it? You know, um, sort of a mix of systematic and biblical theology. Good systematic theology comes from good biblical theology. Good biblical theology comes from good exegesis <clears throat> and a sound hermeneutical principle. So, we'll kind of work through that. I mean, the amount of time I spent on the uh, image of God issue is a, a huge foundation for a lot of things, anyways. Uh, but we'll talk about some of those those structural issues. Uh, we'll spend more time on soteriology, that is, uh, theology of salvation, what that looks like. Uh, something I've been thinking on a lot more in recent years and just how that works out. But also um, how Protestants usually talk about sanctification. Roman Catholics may talk about it more as um, salvation. That's a little confusing, but we'll, we'll engage in that later. But um, how how God has made us for good works, and what that looks like um, in in relationship to being created in the image of God. So, we're gonna look at some of those issues. I'm not sure what the next topic will be. It might actually be like agriculture and food, which would be several issues or a really long. Um, so it'd be several episodes or, or one really long episode or or maybe several long episodes depending on how I want to do it. Um, just because of uh, the pandemic stuff um, and recognizing that like I think all of us if we if we have any critical thinking about what's been going on is that we, people have totally ignored some basic things about um, health, nutrition, agriculture, how those are all tied together. And then that also helps us not be so Americanized in our thinking, but also as we think through those things, helps us think, well, how does this apply worldwide? Because if we only think um, 
how does my theology affect my culture and not think about is this theologically sound within another culture then we're going to have some problems with that as well um so maybe we'll even talk about that in regards to well is this theology making sense if i was in china or if i was in um, saudi arabia or in chile or any of those issues because then if we're just focused on how does that theology only work in the united states we're not checking to see if that's grounded in our culture or if it's grounded in scripture granted scripture um, changes our culture particularly our personal and family culture uh, but it should be changing our church culture uh, we don't see that much even though we think we do here in the united states but that's that's one of those things so I, uh, so that's another aspect of how we'll look at the church holistically, uh, how we serve one another, maybe some visions of what what can this look like as, um, particularly as the United States moves towards a post-Christian era. Um, if you look at all the Pew and Gallup polls and even the Barna Group stuff, it, you know, we have to recognize that. And, and I think there's some good to that too. I'll go ahead and uh, show my hand that I think that um, we've had a lot of false Christians, a lot of false Christian churches in the United States for a long, long time. Uh, I think that my grandparents' generation, the generation before them, my parents' generation, and even my generation to some degree have failed in that we have so, we have sold cheap grace um, and not real grace. We have made it uh, where salvation is only about uh, saying a prayer or walking down the aisle and that there's no change required or we say that you have to fit in morally uh, with and this is kind of what we call moral deism or you have to fit these cultural paradigms and so that's problematic as well I think I'm going to be a little more bold too in coming episodes in regards to like calling out false teachings calling out false teachers even calling out um denominations or things like that so i think i'm going to just deal with that uh for the five of you that listen or just me (laughs) so that's one of those things we're going to really delve into but i um no longer use facebook so you can't get in touch with them that way i haven't checked my email in a while but you can still contact me at god's work displayed at gmail.com and i can always go and check that so i apologize if, if somebody sent me an email and I haven't responded in some time. Um, so I may be changing the music up a little bit too. I'm not going to try to Limetown you guys anymore. Uh, if you don't know that reference, that's okay. So that's that's the one thing. I, I really am curious to see any uh, things you want to talk about. Uh, I might... I'm tempted to do a thing about American Christian celebrations... Uh, right now but i might hold off until like sometime in the summer <laughs> to do it uh just to do that but but i will say that like a lot of people don't read the new testament very well and it's it's very evident for how people interpret things within the um christmas season well not and i'm not even talking about like the actual month of jesus birth but i'm talking about just the narrative of the birth the birth narrative how they impose all these things or it's very clear that they're imposing like these Western concepts on what happened. Um, so yeah, it, it's really interesting. And, and I was talking to somebody the other day about how the way that we currently in the West read the 
the birth narrative, particularly in Luke chapter two, we um, <clears throat> we we kind of uh, gloss over some important aspects of how Jesus came in shame, and he took our shame on, and and has a more powerful thing that, that even just him being born born in a lowly estate. But there was a shame attached to him, and that's huge in that environment. And if we don't really get get that, then we're missing out on a significant depth in the New Testament and what Jesus has done. So um, I'm not sure when the next one is. I'm recording this on was it the 22nd of December, 2021. So you know we got the holiday stuff coming up, and just how that pans out. So. Uh, Maybe I think I'll I, as I kind of ramble on in this. I think I'm going to kind of focus on uh, agriculture and some things, and those are actually will probably turn into some some bigger episodes. But I'm I, I'm going to try to show the undergirding of the biblical theology behind it, um, and I think I'll slowly get more technical with stuff as we go along, best I can. Getting into language on um, audio. Format is a little difficult since it's a since typically most of us learn he, biblical Hebrew and biblical Greek learn it primarily in the written form, <laughs> and uh, so that's a little harder to convey some of those nuances and how to and then how to explain them. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna you know, look at that, and I think I think I'm just gonna expand it and just see where we go with this and maybe we can bring in people um, I'd love to have more people engaging with this just to, to let you all hear stuff um, maybe eventually I'll set up like a even a Goodreads account for God's Work Displayed it's, it's kind of um, some things I would recommend which be mostly what I personally read in terms of the theological and language stuff but maybe maybe some other stuff too um so yeah we'll we'll get to that and see where we go mm-hmm.